This episode was recorded on January 8th, 2021. Well, hi, kids. This episode is not for the faint of heart, especially if you know me personally. And that's actually saying something, considering the previous content that I've come out with. In this episode, I have a very, very special guest on, and we have a number of conversations that involve talking about Occupy and our experience there at Oscar Grant Plaza in Oakland. One of the stories that my guest, Sister Mary Hot Takes, tells is about a street counseling, case management, mentorship, trauma recovery sort of event that he was wrapped up into with a victim of a sexual assault. And there's some dialogue in it that is charged in a way that it's the story itself is not graphic, but I recognize that I have like liberals listening to me. I actually, the weirdest thing, did y'all, I have liberal fans. I have liberal listeners. Democrats listen to my show. It's wild. I'm not changing a thing about my tone or pace. I just want to let y'all know they are here and they are listening. So given that they are here, I just know this about them. They're, they have delicate sensibilities and they don't know what the real world consists of a lot of the time. So I'm literally trigger warning, not necessarily the sexually explicit content, the, the, it, the dialogue that happens um, between Sister Mary Hot Takes and uh, the, the person that he was helping out. You know, I, it's almost like it's the it's the it's the mood that liberals can't handle. Like just somebody being in pain and expressing that they see that as something that they can turn their gaze away from and still call themselves good people. And so I'm trigger warning folks who can't look at the pain of others. Yeah, I guess that's what the deal is. And the only reason really that I feel compelled to add this little blurb of myself over informing you, uh, over disclaiming what I should put out as just raw art, just the content in and of itself, the essence of it. Uh, I'm here doing this because I've had people treat me as though I have violated them by letting them know about the type of work that I do in this world with people in pain. And when I say the type of work I do, I mean ministry. So here we go with Sister Mary Hot Takes, whose actual name we will get into later in the episode. Okay, so let's do just real quick, because generally we've been just jumping into things. Oh yeah, we could, we yeah. You, you deserve like a whole introduction. <laughs> like, uh, you're a bitch. Then in, in a few months, you're about to be like a a bitch who needs no introduction, right? That's that's what's coming. I get, yeah. I mean, well, I'm already a superstar. People just don't know it yet. I know it. I know it. And you know, I'm a celebrity. I'm just not 
quite that famous yet, but we're creeping along second by second. What always gets me with that is people say, you know, like we're not celebrities, but at the same point, I know that if I walked down fourth street, I'd see like 85 people. I know. So celebrities is like, uh, why wouldn't we call ourselves celebrities though? I celebrate you. Thank you. Thank you. Get back to the roots of words, people. They mean things. Yes, that shook me up for a second. I was like, wait, are we on different pages about you don't celebrate me? No, so we're a celebrity. No, we're on total the same page. That's that's, you're grieving. You're a celebrity. That's why we're here, is because in Occupy we found the same page and have stuck to it. Yeah, no, and I well, okay. I think everybody listening is also a celebrity. I just need to make that clear. No, no, it's not a it's not an exclusive club. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. Now, uh, we are gathered here today to talk about how we told y'all so. Oh, we told y'all. Look, hey, I'm up front with it. I am the bitch that will tell you, yo, I told you that was coming. You are that bitch. That bitch you are. It's a curse. And, it is a curse. Well, the thing is, is I know this about you because we met in 2011 in the fall, it was Marin, uh, Marin Occupy was getting together. Ah, there was an Occupy Marin. I think people didn't know. You were about to head, like you were literally the day before, or it's like you were right in the window of before you went to Oakland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We met on the street. There was an immediate connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then uh, the two-week celebration of Occupy happened. They kicked our asses all over the street, and then you came to Oakland the next day and never left. Except for when they chased us out. That's a different mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm. And Marin, Occupy, did not forgive me for that. They were so angry with me. So, now, uh, let's just let's just do some bullet points. We're not going to get deep into any stories, no, but there yeah, were some yeah, things yeah. that happened to us that uh, ruined our lives <laughs> like just completely ruined our lives um uh but also oh, you mean witnessing a murder oh you know like that that was a thing yeah um that was like later on that was not even like remotely close no, to the that was thing. the crescendo to a long long list of oh shit i would say that was um that was the beginning of the crescendo that well, day, if you if you recall, ended with us getting our lives threatened uh and having to leave that's what happened yeah was that okay so the shooting happened um immediately i'll never forget it because i heard his voice mm, ran mm. to her like literally seconds after shots fired mm. Um, you were coming out of the cafe thing, wherever you had like around that corner. I sure was. You went straight to, um, Coyote. You saw me? Yes. You were I don't remember that part. Because you were in trauma response. I remember being behind yeah. the cafe. Yep. I don't remember. I remember looking around the corner and seeing, um, that the bald headed medic that ended up getting run out of, uh, the, uh, the farm yeah no no the white one the white one white guy yeah um right i remember seeing him from a deep distance i saw his jacket and his head sticking up bald as shit out of his red ass jacket and then i was next to him like wait give him space and they were like yeah at that moment what i was doing was um 
if you remember, was right there, front and center. Because she, as soon as they shot him, she yelled, "Why'd you shoot my friend? Why'd you shoot my friend?" Um, because everybody was her friend, even if they were mystery. It was that. Yeah, that was just one of her. There was okay. And, wait, so to cover some ground, yeah, there were people that were just like, uh, they were th- they were there because they needed community in some kind of fashion. Well, we and, set up on top of. Like Occupy was set up on top of where people who were in need already kind of seemed to congregate. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's a that's a point that cannot be stressed enough. It's true. And so we immediately became people helping people and we were helping the community. Never forget, never fucking forget that for a mile radius around us the crime and all that stuff dropped so crazy that they couldn't fuck with us until they goaded us into fucking with us. It dropped 14%. There you go. Which not for nothing for some poor folks feeding people. That's not bad. No, and I remember the cops like... Some were cool with You us. know, they liked us. Like, I remember... I, I mean, I heard that from a cop. Me too. And then it was confirmed. There was, it was the a news, sergeant. And it oh, was like, man. At least it was named. Yeah, like, everybody was harmonic about that fact. And it was fine yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Everything was so fine. And it wasn't, like, perfect. It wasn't a utopia. It was, you know what I mean? Like, people have this weird idea about anarchistic uh, structures and formats. Like, first of all, that we think we're in a vacuum and that we're not, like, deeply connected with other systems and functional forms of thought and types of communities and cult think and all of that shit. First of all, like there was no disillusionment about our involvement and investment and cooperation and collaboration and like, you know, contentious relationship with other realms of thinking and living. Additionally, like, it's like, uh, Nobody ever thought we were going for perfect. No, you know? that's the whole point. That's what pissed people off is because when they were like, they would ask you, why are you here? And you're like, because I'm supposed to be. And they right. be like, everything's broken. Look at it all. Don't you want to fix something? Yeah, how man? are you like, not? Hey, look around you and tell me like, how you're not here is really the question. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't you here? Why aren't you? What do you not and get a lot about of people this? that you ask that question to wind up joining, if I remember correctly? You know what I'm Not saying? on like, my end. Not on my end. Well, I had quite a few experiences where um, it was those magic. Occupy did a lot for me personally in that I always had a lot of self-esteem issues and a lot of like, to be quite frank, I shouldn't have been born issues. And... There was a few times at Occupy where literally had I not been where I was, shit would have been a lot worse for some people or someone. Mm, mm. And somehow that finally got through my thick fucking traumatized skull that like I have a like I am supposed to be on this planet. I do have a mission. So get fucking busy. And um, it just it changed a lot for me, but it also disenfranchised me from a lot too. When it was all said and done, Mm. it was a, that that's a mixed bag, which brings me to looking at current events and I can't help, but like, just look at them and go, they're doing it wrong. And to be quite frank with you, my first thought when I was driving down the road and I found out all of this was happening, 
I just made a big old commitment to not use vague days anymore oh, okay. after yesterday and what I have seen happen to the news yes. and, the, and the common discourse. I'm just doing my best. It's been hard work. No, I'm still doing it. completely actually simply yeah. comply. And I'm yes. working on being able to use they as a singular like pronoun for an individual. Well, which they is, also is a good difficult. thing that people can like hide. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a. Yes. yes. Um, so. When I say in that moment, who I am referring to are the people who stormed the Capitol. I do believe that's the story I was telling. I could be foggy and wrong. No, yeah. That's the day you meant. Okay, good. (laughs) See what I mean, though? We just talked about the day and we got almost lost in it. Well, there's a lot of days. We are some days. We are a couple of days. I was about to say, that's part of that. It really uh, drives the message home that there's a lot of days when you're a day. Ain't it? Ain't it? <laughs> but so, um, it really, okay, so the they I mean are the people who, when I look at it and living in South Carolina as I do now, home, home again. Who's meowing in the background? That's Tubby, and he will hey, be Tubby. our background cat for the evening. Um, think of him as your Greek chorus. Um <laughs> Tubby, I'm trying to do stuff, but oh, he's welcome. Okay, we don't good, need to worry. Not That's okay. <laughs> Everybody's happy about Tubby. Thank you, Tubby. Uh, he's like James Brown. He's the hardest working cat in show business. Um, Absolutely. What would we do without Tubby? Heavens, uh, honey, he's my gargoyle mascot. <laughs> well, I will tell people the story of Tubby. That's a different day. Another time. Another um, time. Let's That's a different day. Um, <laughs> so. The day I'm referring to is the people that appear, at least on surface, because when you look at, okay, there's a certain element of yesterday that you can't deny was a uh, weaponized section of Trump's base, which, I mean, when you listen to what he said, and then you look at what they did, Mm. I mean, okay. well, I don't actually know what he said, because as you know, know, my head is firmly uh, in my coloring books and my unicorn coloring books these days, which I cannot fault a bit. I would honestly stay there. It's better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been popping out occasionally. I'm about to say any news you really need. You'll hear about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and here we are on my soapbox. I was going to see exactly. With my head out of the coloring book. Right, <laughs> um, but so, um, okay, first, let me, let's roll back. And I'm just going to tell this story the way it happened, and that will get me to the day. Um, so yesterday, I leave my house to run errands, and I am literally like almost to the DMV and nothing was on the 60s station. Nothing was on the whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Let's check out NPR. Maybe they're talking about something. And I turn it on and they're like, this is a terrible day for the nation. (laughs) And you know, my first thoughts like, yeah, I hate Kamala too. Um, (laughs) But so they don't hey, wait. Does NPR hate Kamala? No, wait, they don't. No. But I like to pretend Kamala. I'm not saying oh. her name properly. Harris, fucking Harris, Harris. 
Oh, I'll fuck up a name. I'm from the South. That's like part I of our heritage. Um, people are all like, that's racist. I'm like, no, that's just our ignorance that we do. We're trying. We're trying. We're from the South. Um, we were all cousins like fucking seven generations ago. Give us a break. Um, <laughs> so, um, also, actually, quick side note on that. As scary as it is that, like, South Carolina is, like, damn near the heart of Trump country and it's fucking scary. Um, you also see the Lindsey Graham of it all, which is the person who went along with Trump and co-signed everything he said, even after Trump had torn apart his ass in the election. Again, the uh, not the election. Yeah, it is the election. The, whatever the fuck they do when they pretend to let us vote. Um, oh, that part. And uh, the runoffs or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, primaries. That's the word. The, the pageant. But so Lindsey Graham totally just like bent over like the. Uh, look, I'm from South Carolina. I'll just tell you the truth. There are stories on Senate Street up and down about Miss Lindsey Graham. So uh, Miss Lindsey pisses me the fuck off because that's like the epitome of someone who is a closet member of the community who's oppressing you to your face and trying to oh. blow you behind your back. Oh, man. And that's it's one great. of those like, uh, although you can suck my dick from the back, Lindsey, and I invite you to. Um, fuck off. <laughs> um, That's it, a complicated response. To look, sometimes people just need to lick my asshole. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, boring. I don't. I yeah, I'm not arguing with any of this. I'm um, just like, well, no, especially because when it gets down to the like. I get very upset with, um, okay, if you are not a member, if you're, if you don't have like some huge, like, I don't know, if you're not Lindsey fucking Graham, who's like running shit or whatnot, um, I totally understand that maybe it's easy for you to not come out of the closet and yada, yada, yada. But when it's fucking, at the time, 2016, we'll go with that one. Why not? Even though we can carry it as early or long as you want to. Um, how do you hold your tongue? Because, you know, okay, as a gay person growing up in the South, I totally get probably what Lindsay's experience was, where he's, like, trying to blend in with straight folks and trying to swim Ooh, okay, in the straight wait, wait, wait. lane. How... How rumory and how sure is that before we carry on like a narrative? Because you know how audiences can be. So I'm just, I want to be cautious. Put it really bluntly to you. I'm the guy who fucked him. Okay. I mean, is that close enough? I mean, that gives people some context as to where your uh, surety sorry, is. Sorry, mom. From. Sorry, God. I think they uh, need to get over themselves because we got oh, too I many agree. things. I'm just saying, like, it's one of those. I'm actually um, upset that I'm, you know, penis cousins with Lindsey Graham now. That's my Oh, opinion. hell. I didn't think of that part yet. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but very sad. Hmm. That's, 
that's that's a bummer. That it's like I was super bummer. I mean, it was kind of a bummer already because um, the I way you were. Up. Well, no, I mean the the Instead way you were six degrees, it's six inches. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, that's even worse. Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> no, I was, cause when you started, you were like, basically it was all the, you know, we got into it with the Miss Lindsey Graham. And so like in my mind, I was kind of, I was having like a cartoon begin and then you got into some really colorful, like sexual euphemism, uh, metaphor kinds of narrative. And that, that cartoon imagery got, uh, expansive based on that. And then uh-huh. it, it just has gotten deeper and yeah. deeper over the last couple of minutes. So let's yeah. continue. Cause this is awful. This is just horrible. Well, um, it, well, it gets me. It gets me when someone is, um, okay. So when you're in that position of power and you are, uh, how do I say utilizing the community? Oh, huh. but meanwhile <laughs> you are cutting the legs out from under the community. Yes. And I'm supposed to be like, I get it, honey. It's tough in this world. Sometimes you just got to fuck you. Like, yeah. no, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Um, especially not when people's lives are on the line, like literally, truly, um, If any, okay, I do not like Donald Trump. It's not a secret. But if I will ever thank him for one thing, it's that he gave the bigots and whatever the rest of that rainbow is, but that spectrum, he gave them the freedom and the feeling that they could come out and just openly be as hateful as they want to be. Don't we all remember the whole, like you lost snowflake, get over it of 2016. Um, the, uh, it was like Trump gave the freedom to be everything that you weren't. It was like, it was a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it was like a war on the PC culture kind of a thing where it's like, you've made us not be able to say faggot and we're mad about that. And so now that finally someone's in office again, who has some sense, we can say faggot. And it's like, Mm. but no, you were always being a bigot. Like that, that was always bad. Um, the same way if you look in South Carolina, a lot more Confederate flags appeared after Trump, even though they're, don't get me wrong, they've always been here, but people who had kind of kept their racism and their, whatever their niche, you know, hatred is, um, it allowed it to come back out. If you really want to get deep with it, even so much so that I saw, um, how do I word this? It's always a dicey game talking to people of color in the South when you say that you're gay. Mm. Because 
Um, that's one of those things where, like, you know how, like, the white supremacy thing is one of our issues we got to work on? <laughs> uh, there's some homophobia, transphobia, queerphobia shit that POC people have to work on. Um, yeah. I mean, well, let's face it. If you're really, uh, it's, debatab- it's debatably uh, like hyper defended because it was inserted into the culture via like colonizer terrorism. Right. That's the so, bitch of it all. Well, that's yeah, the unveiling, like, and then the uncomfortable conversation shit, and like all of that. Like, it's a complicated situation. We'll, I'll be getting into that in future episodes, other times. I actually plan to have some like queerphobic people that I'm talking to in the future. And I would be happy to talk along to help you talk with them. Cause I'm actually, uh, surprisingly good at talking to people who should make me choke them. Sure. I'm down. I just, I've been thinking a lot about how like MTV had that gay guy on with, uh, Shirley Phelps Roper back in the day. And like, that's just been on my mind a lot lately. Wait, <laughs> Pedro? Which gay guy? Oh, they, I can't remember. He was like a skinny little journalist and he was just very friendly and he kept using the word friends. Like he was like, we met backstage and we're friends now. Like we had Dave a good Holmes. conversation and like he kept using the word friendly and friend and like I gotcha. each time he did it, it like hit her icy, like her weird, like stony affect, like an ice pick. Like it just like and she like softened like she like chilled the fuck out in this weird way and that's not that is not what i'd be doing that was a that was a different kind well, of that's right. <laughs> i appreciate discourse in in you know uh like unexpected dynamics but anyway let's let's i think people are seeing what we mean by we birdwalk Say that again. I think people are seeing what we meant by we birdwalk in conversation i don't know if we said that on the air Oh. But uh, we kind of like jump from thing to thing and circle back. And it's funny how you said it that way then. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, and also, yeah, let's, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's keep, let's keep on going. This is I know, a good, right. Um, <laughs> next bullet point. I mean, it's just a lot because the thing is, is like, can I talk uh, about the white lady that was shot in the neck? Yeah, because we told them so about a hell of shit. Like I told all oh, these people, so you told all these told people. So. Oh, thank God, you reminded me. You reminded me. Yeah. Okay. So, what is, what's up, Cassandra? Well, first <laughs> off, we told you so. We did. Um, in the honor of Debbie, for to um, in homage to Debbie Reynolds, who her and Carrie Fisher are two of my favorite people ever on the planet. Right. I will now do a quick rendition. Of told you so, told you so, told you, told you, told you so. Um, <laughs> way back, Mary Hot takes over here <laughs> in 2016 when Trump won. One uh, of the first things I said to anybody that would listen, and I've got written proof to prove it, mm-hmm. is that Trump is an agent of chaos, perhaps a perfect agent of chaos, which is scary. And um, that what he was going to do was to use the buzzword of the moment, foment the white wing <laughs> gun. Nuts. The white wing. Oh, you just, um, where did that come from? Did you just find that or have you been holding on to that? That's one of those things that it's always been in my head. 
Um, like capital W white is another thing of mine that I'm like, they're capital W white. Come on. I'm, I'm trying to be lowercase. Um, if I ever do suddenly act capital W, tell me, hit me, remind me. Um, uh, heavens. But so, uh, well, see, living again in South Carolina, you see the dichotomy. You see lowercase white people and you see capital W white people. And what you kind of want to assume is that capital W is like Jeff Bezos rich, but it baffles you when they're like meth smoking, really poor people. And you're like, do you get what voting against your own interest means? They um, don't. They're high. Oh, uh, what? I've never been that high. And I got pretty fucking high, Manny. Um, Fair enough. Um, so, uh, clean for seven years. Thank you very much. Uh, but so, anyway. Hey. Um, but so, uh, what part of the onion were we on? Uh, grab anything. Grab oh, anything. It doesn't okay. matter. So we only have so much wing. time. <laughs> so, yeah, the white wing. Uh, ah, there we were. Is um oh he fomented the white wing, got them all stirred up. Uh, even though if you go back, and I've said this many a time, and I'll say it again, when you go back and on the first like major shooting or whatever the fuck it was, we have so many. Thank you, America. Um, mm. But at the same point, don't give away the Second Amendment. That's that like crazy line uh, of walk where it's like new, we have two hands to juggle the nuance, y'all. Exactly, nuance. Uh, Thank you, nuance. If you can't carry it all, it ha- share some nuance with a friend. If you can't handle all the nuance, it's true. When it can. It's, that's uh, what community is for—to help you carry the burden. <laughs> it takes a village to not fuck up the baby. Um, oh my god! Oh so, my god! Uh, uh, Sister Mary Hot takes. I can't. This okay. is what I do. I sit around. I know. I and just say things. And sometimes I've literally been trying to get you on the air for months. I'm so That's happy true. right now. That's true. I know. Um, I'm, okay. I'm also kind of ephemeral. Um, I mean, yes. Continue. I'm more of a concept, really. Um, you, you are, like you have graduated into becoming a disembodied voice in the internet, and it's wonderful. Like that's. God, hey. my personalities in my head feel so seen right now. But hey. anyway, um, <laughs> like yes, give a voice to the disembodied. We matter too. Um, Did <laughs> um, uh, pride. Uh, <laughs> Which is not that that wasn't a facetious joke. That was actually the nope. ID pride way to go. Um, yes. But so uh, I know you can't tell sometimes. Let me tell you a little bitchy story side note real quick. Ah, let's go anywhere. Okay. So we drag these thing. people. This is a honey trap. We were like, we're going to talk about some shit that's relevant. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said I told you so. About, hey, we say I told you so about a lot of things. So it's a broad fucking subject. We sure did. And um, honestly, just sit tight. We'll get back to it. You know, that's yeah, yeah, worry, it's exactly. all interesting shit. And it's don't all, worry. Yeah. The trouble isn't going anywhere. Oh, it's not. It's right um, outside. Uh, it's just going to take another face and keep on going. But anyway, uh, so until we well, get Trump's on parlor, Trump moved. They shut yeah, down his Twitter. Trump, so moved moved to, over. That's a whole Trump, moved, Trump moved to the white ring, the white wing 
version of Twitter. It's true. Facebook. He went to the racist social media platform where he he is currently being welcomed with open arms, and none of us are looking because nobody's got profiles over there, y'all. Like, yeah, this we can is anything because I'm not. It's very bad. Look, I go through. I will. I have sifted through many a fucking bad conspiracy theory for. I would say you people, but honestly, it was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, all I can say is, parlor is like that's my line. That's where I'm like, no, no. I will follow the flat Earth thing all the way to the point where I'm like, oh shit, this does get Nazi because it does. Mm-hmm. You were the one that told me about that after I put out the first episode where I was like, I'll just sit and chill and listen to Flat Earthers. They ain't a big deal. That's some harmless bullshit. And that's I'm like, how I did you were like, no, that's Nazi shit. And I was like, fuck, hell. That's exactly like, the same way where I can you, Where can you get a good fucking conspiracy these days that isn't Nazi shit when you get to the end of the rabbit hole? Like, I was where? going to say that Jeffree Star and Kanye West fucked, but Jeffree Star is a Nazi. He's a fucking Nazi. Damn it. Like, I know. Yeah, no, and that is a good conspiracy theory. That didn't happen. No, I just don't no. see it. I really don't. Um, no, just Jeffree Star was playing into it like the fucking goonie is. Well, he, he came out denying it, but if you notice what he did with that, and again, this is like, okay, so someone told a lie about him, and he now turned it into a video that's gonna make him fucking millions. I don't know about you, but if I was Jeffree Star, I'd start a rumor I fucked Kanye West. Um, but yeah, I mean... So... Well, I mean, it's kind of like how if you wanted to institute a kind of upside-down land type of fascism, you might start a lie about that also. Well, that brings <laughs> me back to, um, to wrap it back around. If you look at uh, the way Trump fomented the white way to get the <laughs> looping back. Um, Bird walking. And then when that first shooting happened, the first thing he said was take the guns, ask questions later. That is what he said. And all of his followers did that amazing thing they do where they only hear the dog whistles they want to hear. And they don't see the truth before them. Um, which I guess isn't just for abusive relationships with lovers anymore. It's now for government. It's for a um, whole damn country. Yeah. And their whole damn government. Yes. It's true, though. I mean, there's a lot of elements about this that for a long time have been clearly looking to me like dynamics of a macrocosm of Let's take away the faces of the presidency and let's just use the word president, right? Like this, like... Well, hey, let's throw the accent a little different and use the word precedent. Okay. If you so, will. I will. And so the precedent is a figurehead that while ever-changing is the face of this two party system, which for all intents and purposes is like a two-headed snake that wants to eat its own tail, but you get to decide every year which head bites you. I guess. Uh, um, Oh, where the tail? Well, that's not, no, to be honest with you, my real metaphor that I use for that is that uh, they both want to rape you. Mm. One will 
uh, give you a roofie and mm. send you flowers. The other mm. will punch you in the face, fuck you hard, and leave you. Uh, um, yeah, okay. With it? Either way, you're going to be horribly traumatized and walk away from it wishing that shit had never happened. Uh, mm-hmm. But hey, you got flowers? Ah, oh, man. Fucking liberals. It's true. That's See, that's where I can't hang with uh, that kind of label, people. Because, like, okay, I hold a lot of what would be called liberal views. But, okay, capital L liberal, because it's now become a they demographic-y thing. Um, Instead of being I am a person who holds lowercase l liberal views it's now become they are a liberal instead like what's very the tearing apart and the way that they've like the, the the way this country is so divided right now is not at all an accident if you ask me mm. um i truly think that we are being walked to a tighter cage for our free range slavery. Um, mm. Where, uh, well, like the same way now you have to have your real ID with your RFID chip in it, that like all that shit. Um, if you want to travel, travel, they're mm-hmm. heading towards you're probably going to have to. Uh, get your shots if you want to travel. So it all is coming back to where's your walking papers, comrade. Um, right. Which is so crazy how often we said that in 2011. With the, it was like the depart, the DHS had like moved into the plaza. They had that yes. office up top and they were like flying those all weird the people that came up with phones around their neck with their cameras. Oh on. They just wanted to talk. The jumpsuit dudes with the fucking gray jumpsuit. You know what I found out? You know what I found what out? Are you seriously wearing hey, a 1994 hey, you know crazy? Those jumpsuit dudes weren't actually a thing. They were a bunch of Spectrum guys that came down kind of awkwardly and they dressed like <laughs> that's just a thing. I know one of them. I met him later circularly and he actually helped helped me a lot with some stuff a few ways band is a plant it was yeah no like but there were so many opportunities for us to misinterpret somebody's behavior as being either like nailed occupy in a nutshell i mean at a certain point did i not like the interpersonal relationship of the occupants was very i literally literally had a moment where i was like you know what i do have a different agenda than an awful lot of people here i'm a fucking plant with my own agenda and i came here on my own mission as my own agent and i'm not sure exactly what this group is but it's certainly leaderless and like okay let me kind of move through the world with that perspective what i realized was that i was there for the anarchy of love and some people were there for similar things some people were there for more like political things some people were there because it was a fun college credit some people oh hell some people were there because it was a fun college credit is a narrative that needs to be addressed because those are the people mainly the people that ran the fucking uh meetings every night and they would make all these decisions and then we would have to live with them and pretty much do the opposite to survive 
Yes. And the people who've made all the documentaries that everyone is finding to be the narrative and they're calling it a protest and they're like really charging these words that sap out. It was not a protest. It was not a movement which occasionally held protests. Yeah, I mean, even still, it's like a lot of those things were marches and not actually protests. It was like right. a march. A march can be a protest, but a march can also be an invitation. And so we had like the camp going on. There were times we'd have a whole march just to go through and do like outreach and be like, "Hey, y'all That's should true. come down to the it's camp." We literally were not protesting anything. But we had speakers out. We yeah. had people in mass, and we were coming through the streets, taking up the whole like all lanes and doing what would be perceived if it were if the optics would all be a protest if that's all that we're going to do. Go ahead. The the moment that really encapsulates what Occupy was for me and the good, like the good part of Occupy um, was the night that it was getting kind of chilly, but we were still able to wear cute shit. Um, And, or at least that's the way I remember it because I, you know, remember things based on what I was wearing. Um, And so I wasn't quite beyond bag lady yet. I was just thinking about her. I was just um, thinking about your beyond bag lady. I yeah. I didn't have to lay her quite as. Yeah. yeah, no, we had a hell occupy fashion show never happened. Well, how about when they gave our clothes back to us without telling us they were giving our clothes back to us? Remember that? How did that go again? They had raided. Okay. So that first raid where they came in, they took the metal, medical supplies, our clothes, like anything in the tents, they confiscated to like probably go through and whatnot. Right. Um, what they found out from me was that I was a Kurt Vonnegut fan. Um, mm-hmm. and I needed those rolling papers, but, uh, so, Oh, okay. So they raided us. They took, that was that for that first raid. Uh, I believe it was like October 10th or no, uh, it was somewhere. I used to know the dates of those weirdly enough because they, um, uh, it used to be like a, like a a specific type of schedule in my mind. It lasted for years. Yeah. Like I kind of lost it along the, uh, the travails. I lost the exact, um, dates and timestamps in my mind on certain things. And then other things are just kind of colors, but this thing I'm talking about now is one thing that will always be vivid. Um, so it was a late night. You were there, you were around somewhere. Um, and, uh, do you remember the lady who had, that she had a place somewhere. It was more like a, you know, a squat kind of a situation. And her and her husband would come around. She had dyed blonde hair. We called her Mama. Yes. <gasps> okay. So yeah. how I met Mama, besides just hello around the camp, was uh, she came into the camp after that raid. After, no, I think it was a second raid. Um, and she was talking about how she had just been raped by a gang of police officers. I remember um, that. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm pretty sure she was on, uh, I want to say meth to be honest, but I could, I can't really, that's a, uh, I knew it was a stimulant and I knew that she was very, uh, agitated and keyed. 
Um, That's right. So she comes in saying this and she won't, she's fighting. Everybody won't let anybody come near. And so finally, uh, hug a chicken is like, you need to talk to Blake. And she's like, no men, no men, fuck men. And he, she's like, I get you. I totally understand, but he's really not one. And the more you talk to him, you'll get it. Um, don't let the pronoun fool you. And so they, she lets me into the tent and for about 30 minutes or so, she knocks me, pushes me around, uh, yells at me, is very aggressive with me. And being an abuse survivor, it kind of dawned on me that what she was doing was testing me to see if she would allow me to not at all as badly as she had been done, possibly, allegedly, I don't get whatever word I, you, you use there. Um, the story she told me and the way it came out, I'll honestly always believe it's true. I say allegedly because I've been trained to. Um, mm. Mm. It is very American. But Western. it's right. Uh, like, don't well, no, no, I mean, like it can be assumed. We should stop saying that because it should always be assumed to take everything and set it down before you figure out whether you're shoving it in your truth boxes or whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, people do that as an excuse to be like, mm-hmm, maybe for certain See, things. That's it's part like, of what the right shade. that moment, especially like, looking back on it now, I, I do it. But in that moment, I was just there with her. And I just mm -hmm. wrote it out until finally she literally had me on the ground and she lifted up her dress and she said, look, this is what a raped vagina looks like. And, uh, that's the point where I, I've said allegedly, but honestly, something happened to this woman. I don't know if it was truly police officers that did it because, um, you know, how, intense drug if I don't know all I know is that something had happened to this woman and she was fucking hurt mm. um, well we wound up talking for like two hours and when it was done I called her mama um, and that to me is what Occupy was it was people helping people with what they had which, which, what was mainly love. And then people would see our love and they donated things to us so we could eat. They mm. donated clothes and tents and mm. all that stuff. But when I look back at it, it was the love that we were projecting. When I say we, I mean everyone that was there every day truly making that place work. Yeah. Um, that's what it was. And it was tr trying to figure out where you could help in the situation. Because again, as a, uh, as a white person, I, there's certain things that I will never under get, uh, never understand, never under get, <laughs> never understand the same way. Uh, there's stuff about gay people that straight people will never understand or the same way, you know, like it's just that it's, it's called life. Um, and that's the beauty of it is that we're supposed to somehow, even with our differences, work together as a community 
and that's intersection exactly it's the intersection of it all and that's mm-hmm. people get scared of that word because it's become it's so, so it's how tapestry works i don't get it i don't get people just want to get weird about the wrong things and not get weird about like other things that i'm like why are you letting that just elephant shit all over the fucking room all the time well like, that's like okay not to wrap it back to the you know they stormed the Capitol. told you so um let's go ahead because we told them so okay so when donald trump was fomenting that white wing as you've heard me say um he knew full well what he was doing because you get the gun nuts stirred up you get them to do something crazy and then you villainize everyone uh why this reminds me so much of occupy is because that's fucking occupies like major events in a nutshell we're having a fucking march to shut down the port people from out of town came in and the agenda looked totally different on the newspaper Mm -hmm. um so people from olympia washington came yes they did yes they did fucked our house up and came and shit all over our living room yeah they ripped our carpenter's roads out of their fucking hands i was going to say before my first thought back when i was driving down the road and i heard that this whole capital thing was going on my first thought uh, before anything else and this might just tell you where i'm at what kind of person i am but my first thought was well great and now it's going to be harder for when we really have to do that Right. <laughs> I mean, that's a good reason to stage one. There's a lot of things that I'm like, that's a good reason to like, I can think right. of exactly why. And with the way that information's flying, disinformation's flying, I'm like, well, shit, anything's possible. Now they really flipped the game board. This is what I was worried about. Flipping well, the fucking see, game board. Part of where, again, with Trump and the, the amazing agent of chaos he is. Look at how with Trump came, uh, fake news, alternative facts, um, all those things that basically mean bullshit. That Um, was him. That was him sticking his fingers under the game board and wiggling it. And he just flipped it. He just flipped it. And people are thinking like he moved over to parlor and then apparently parlor is like getting removed from Google and Apple stores and all that. And that creates me. It's my space. People know it. You think that they really won't pull together programmer people and do the things that need to be done to create an intranet of some kind so they can keep communicating digitally like you're gonna have to chase them eternally through technology development chasing them eternally chasing them eternally through a technology development at this point i just really want to make that very clear because people seem to be celebrating early it should be made very clear that that's what's happening um You can't chase somebody that wants to run through technology and has capacity to do that. And they have been disrupted and they feel threatened. And that is exactly what they're doing. I feel I'm, I just had something occur to me where I think people think that because I'm like Trump's, I don't think, I don't see how Trump can be a fascist because a fascist has to be right wing, far right wing and far right is about preserving tradition and institution. And I looked this up for the last episode. It was Mm -hmm. very frustrating to find that information because Google used to put it on the home, but like when you search for it, it would show that definition when you look up what is a fascist? It would show right wing and what right wing was. 
that it, and that it involves a state and institution. And yeah. when I looked up details about right wing, it wasn't difficult to find that information. Now, when I look up what is a fascist, it's easier for me to click on the wiki page and get blown out with trendy hot buzzwords like Nazi, which is being applied inappropriately in a lot of circumstances that's right true. now. And not applied where it needs to be applied in circumstances yeah. right now because certain people have certain kind of skin tones and fucking vaginas and they're running all over the place running for presidencies acting like they have any i can't even believe people are fucking falling for the disingenuous shit coming out of this bitch and then being surprised why people are running around following what seems to me to be i don't i actually don't want a conspiracy theory on any of this i'm feeling really jumpy about my own brain doing any assumption assumptive i get you oh it's sketchy um, um but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. I don't jump think it is a conspiracy theory to acknowledge the fact that Joe Biden uh, sounds like your recovering alcoholic grandfather when he speaks. You know, pickled but I trying think that's to infantilizing. Um, you know, okay, but sorry. So that he's, you know, that. And that who's really going to be the power behind this is Harris. I see Harris being like a Cheney to Bush. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, and it's not people are comfortable with that. Like people who should be afraid of her are supporting her. The, and and the that's the genius from Agent of Chaos, Donald Trump. He gets you to agree that it is better to have the lady who has a straight, like, you can look at the record of not really uh, what we would call our friend. We'll put it that way, right? Oh, my God. Um, I'm looking at Frankie's picture right now. Can you try that one again? He's looking back at me. put it a different way, then, since you're looking yeah, at Frankie's more picture. Yeah. A person who is complicit in the, <sighs> not the good word for slip that makes me feel smart. The slipping of a murderer. The uh, the uh, collusion. There's the word. The uh, because certain numbers, demographics, and things meant more to Harris than what I put together as following justice. Uh, Frankie was robbed of that, and you have every right to feel every emotion you feel about that. Let's be, let's be even more clear about what the reality is. There's a, there's a white woman mm -hmm. who killed a black teenager. Yep. Who's, this white woman's father was an FBI agent at the time. And she had a knife that was beyond the scale of a legal knife to carry left the scene of the crime after murdering him to clean up and came back, was charged with nothing by Harris specifically. There was another, there was another child. There was another child also stabbed and not killed who was in foster care and was, she was never given any money as far, as far as my research went, I was able to find information on the case uh -huh. and it was all dismissed and thrown out. And like, that was a result also of the murderer not getting criminally charged because cases affect each other. They can argue evidence. If one case gets thrown right. out, they can argue right. that as evidence in another. Right. All like this person had medical bills that were not covered that were all a part of this case. Like I don't, there were consequences to this shit that played out as capital 
being power being moved and white supremacy reigned supreme on that game I got to see. That yeah, one exactly. play, I got yes. real deep access to that my heart's attached to because I think people get it twisted and they're like, oh, you're so sad. And like, I am not sad. I would not like, that is, you know, I just want to be clear. I know you know, but I need this like real, like it's it's very serious right now. I was talking about this shit. Like we've been saying, we told y'all so. Mm-hmm. Different ways over. And this is one mm-hmm. spot with Harris as a whole phenomena and movement and thing, the K-Hive, how everything is gone. I've just been like, what the fuck is happening? It's the most significant gaslight, I think. Well, it's kind of, and I hate to say this because, again, um, uh, told you so kind of thing, but it reminds me in a way of Obama Mm -hmm. in that uh, everyone was like, he's our black president. And I was like, yes, you're correct. But he's also your president. Or I'm sorry, your president. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Everybody should say it like that from now on. Um, it won't matter. Well, honestly, <laughs> my brain goes to Poseidon and then I like ADD off on a whole like Greek mythology. Ooh. Um, I haven't. Um, I can't help it. It's just the way God made me. But so, um, Obama was a presidant and we liked, that's what I was saying earlier, how we like to try to make presidents, these individual like characters of their own, when really they're just the figurehead of keeping the ship moving steadily towards the goal. Um, and there's a lot of, that's how QAnon is so fucked right now is because they thought they knew what the goal was. Um, I am very, I played like pawns. I think I would agree. I would say that that. was the big, that was the big like pawn, like sacrifice so far. There's probably more to come. Well, did you hear about how Trump basically threw them all under the bus? No, what? So, and this is one that I've actually tried to find. And in my life, again, I have had a busy day, Um, but I was trying to find this thing. And so I might not speak too heavily on this one until I've actually seen it, but uh, I've read about it and I've heard from other news sources about how Trump, so not his first thing where he was all like, you're special. Thank you. Go home. Um, but when he said go home, it was like, you're special. Thank you. Go home. Um, hmm. It was very, it's always like that whole stand by and stand back. Like, come on, bitch. We know what you say. Hmm. Um, just like, that's what's so funny to me sometimes about like the racist dog whistles is like, they think that only racists can hear them. And it's like, no, no, I see what the fuck you're saying. I see the message. I see it being sent and I see it being motherfucking received. Like, that's called it. Like, that's what the fuck. Um, he's literally gaslighting these people. Um, mm. Especially because, like, he would never come out and go, hey, that QAnon thing? Oh yeah, that's me and the boys. Never did that shit. 
he would just do these little winks and nods, things that if you're already in a conspiracy frame of mind, you can link together because you're looking for a link together. Um, and then you wind up where we are, where a bunch of people thought that they were about to go stage a coup. And you, we can step, try to step around it if we want to, but it's the truth. In a lot of people's I mean, they minds. Thought they, were, they thought they were trying to, but they weren't actually doing. I mean, I have. Please I tell saw, me you watched the I, thing I sent you with the girl who's like, I got maced in the face. Yeah, I watched me. Yeah, I watched her. That so reminded me of the people at Occupy that would dumbly run at cops and then get stunned when they were fucked up. I'm not talking about. Uh, I know Scott, what you mean. Scott, um, what's his last name? Scott, Scott Olson. Scott Olson, who got shot Olson. in the head. He with was the canister. I, I was fucking he was, like, he was a marine. He was away from that. He was standing there. They hit him. He went down. And then when and I watched as Ernest and a bunch of other medical people, I remember no, like seeing Ernest for sure running towards him. As they got to help him, they then lobbed another flashbang at the medics, which hit Scott in the head. Like, that's not Scott asking for it. The lady running into the U.S. Capitol building with fucking a Trump cape on, like that was somehow some kind of like, in, you know, Harry Potter invisibility shit or something. No, no, that bitch had it come. Oh, man. Yeah. And honestly, every motherfucking black person who has been killed and murdered by the police, uh, say for like, I don't know, loose cigarettes that were fucking theirs. Uh, not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Any loss of life is usually sad. I hate for her family that they have to go through this. She ran into the fucking U.S. Capitol like she was a goddamn Avenger. She got shot in the neck. That's what I call dying by natural fucking circumstances. See, I've heard she got shot in the chest. I've heard she got shot in the neck. This is very similar to that we talked talked earlier about how we were both present at an event for a killing, a murder, and a shooting, and that uh, that also was a... I was there, and I saw saw something that is not what other people saw. Like, my memory of where the... And actually, at this point... I am aware of bizarre things that have happened with my visual memory where the bullet hole placements have changed in my recollection. Mm. But I know what they were before that change because it was like they changed in my mind and then I got caught up having a conversation with somebody that corrected that. Mm. And then I was like, huh, weird that I did that. You know, like. You know, and it's only in the last year that I finally have talked to someone professional about seeing all of that. And I did not realize how much um, I was carrying that until I really opened up about it. Um, Me, 
I believe you. Uh, oh my God. Was there. But we all sat around the table the night before he was murdered with Coyote. And we talked about life. Literally, we talked about life. And, um, and then that whole day, if you remember, I kept saying, I feel murder in the air. We need to get to Snow Park. I feel murder in the air. I absolutely do. I remember being um, very upset. I was supposed to get my free massage that day because we had free. Yes, you're right. I remember that. Remember, I had been, they'd been I asking do. me for weeks. They were like, you work hella hard here. You need to come in yeah. and get a massage. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'll do it later all the time. I was like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off to like keep yeah. doing what, picking up trash or counseling somebody or de-escalating some kind of conflict exactly. or washing dishes, cooking, like whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I was real. I was trying to rush and like help y'all break down and then hopefully squeeze in a massage like but I felt it in the air too I really as it happened man yeah no I really thought that for a second I was going to be able to do it all (laughs) don't we all um (laughs) (laughs) uh, didn't we almost have so um so um (laughs) that day I know I have to like reel back in Blake um, don't go down the jukebox. Um, I mean, we probably should just break into song. <laughs> oh, that's uh, you should just be aware that at some moment my brain is going to be it's going to attach to a song lyric out of the moment. And even though we're talking about something hella serious, I will out loud sing "Honey" by Mariah Carey for no fucking reason. Um, I mean, we we haven't had a musical episode this season yet. <laughs> we had one last season, but let okay, me fix that. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Kicks just keep getting harder to find. Sorry. Um, there's no reason to bring Paul Revere and the Raiders into this. Um, although, ironically, Paul Revere is a funny name to say at this time. Um, um, oh, hell. But so, um, let's see. To get back to the I told the first I told you so point we were going to talk about. Mm. Um the thing we keep looping back to some people fucking ran up into the Capitol mm, they and did. the more I've looked at it, the more I've heard certain rumors and I will only call them rumors that the police had a lot of friends in the crowd, if you know what I mean. I'm again shocking you, I'm sure. And, um, <laughs> uh, wait, you don't say, hold on, it took me a minute. I know, you don't I just say, take a breath. I you know. don't say, okay. I'm, I'm just, I had gonna, to catch my hat, my hat flew right off my head. I mean, can I just tell you one of my favorite images of the moment? Or over that day, and I know God forgive me, but it's the truth. I'm on bated breath. Was when they're waving the blue lives flag with the fucking black flag with the blue line, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They're fucking waving that shit as they storm the Capitol. So, uh, who would you think might know some people? or be friends or say 
who would you think might, I don't know, react the way you're supposed to, maybe? Especially if you were, say, more on the, yeah, if we could understand, if they had gotten into the U.S. Capitol thing, these two girls, actually, I believe it was four girls, I might be mistaken, four girls, I do believe, had the presence of mind of when they were getting quickly fucking taken out of the place, they picked up the votes and brought them with them. If they had not picked up those votes and those people came in and had gotten a hold of the two big red, you know, these are what we're certifying votes. That's where serious things could have then been gone. Hey, wait a minute. We don't have the, you know what I'm saying? They could have really fucked up that election. Because the last episode we concluded that this is the most, the most boring wannabe coup ever. Oh, it is. That actually would have been exciting if that had fucking happened. I also want to say with the, with the blue lives matter, like running up in the cat. So that whole thing to me, what I smell on that is like people are, there's the, the narrative they're trying to say, Oh, Antifa was dressed like us and doing uh-huh. certain things. And I'm like, okay, what if it was actually fascists dressed as fascists doing weird shit to throw the narrative off and be like, look at these crazy MAGA people. Cause my thing is I'm like, the police state is coming now from the blue wave administration early in the form of FBI rates, people are doing this thing where they're like, we're not snitching because we weren't involved. And I'm like, but what about the fact that the FBI be doing things where they're like, what about Breonna Taylor? Who was like, it was not the FBI, but it's the same kind of like faux pas, you know, a little work faux pas where they just run into the wrong right. place and shoot Oopsie the wrong days people. They got the wrong address. The next door neighbor, the kids, you know what I mean? Like you're not doing anything that useful. Hey, let's go I back to the this woman that walked into the black man's apartment and shot him because she thought he broke into his own apartment that she claimed to think was hers. I... Th- Yes, that whatever that shit. I mean, like the whole anytime there's something that weird, I never will understand why people are like I just there's something that twists my gut when people start using phrases like, you know, it just seems like good old boys kinds of terminologies about like, we'll get it done this way or like this. Finally, our team is the winning team. And I'm like, but there's so much nuance and chaos is happening. Let's deconstruct chaos for a second, because I think that that word is also misinterpreted a lot, Mm. a lot. Right. And uh, especially when it's paired with the notion of order, I refer to weaponized chaos. Well, I mean, it's like it has an agent. Of ca- Let's talk specifically and real holistically and not throw power towards the oppressor too much okay. as an agent of chaos. Like, you know, his presence in my life has Im- infused a lot of activity. I'm very electrified. If you if you will, yeah. uh, you might say activated. Uh, yes. You might say evolving, developing, becoming my ultimate form. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So chaos is not uh, 
a problem a in nature. destructive force. Yeah. Chaos creates order and order right. creates chaos. Eventually right. they tip each other different directions at different times, but they interplay. And it's, I, I was talking, I had a conversation with a bunch of people earlier today. We were getting into the notion of nature versus nurture. And I had to rip that away because they are not in a fight. They are dancing with each other. Mm-hmm. And that is a that is a concept that comes from Eugene and is going to be coming up in the episode that's airing on Sunday. Awesome. I don't I don't know if I'll get this one out before or after that. I but gotcha. um uh probably at the same fucking time. Um and so the thing is, is like it's not like I just I feel like there's like a like a fatalism that comes with like the the hopelessness of realizing what reality is and how things are going to be harder than we ever thought that they might be. Yeah. But it's not that bad. I think like, I don't, I don't want to like dismiss that it is that bad. When I, I try to lean into pronoia instead of paranoia. Instead of it's all against me, it's all going to work out for me. If I just get the fuck out of my own way. That's right. That's, I mean, maybe is that the, yes, with that attitude, maybe. Right. There it is. That's my my sentence is all. That's one of my go to sentences is not with that attitude. Whenever someone's like, we can't do blah, blah, blah. I'm like, not with that attitude. Right. And okay. so wait, circling back to like what Occupy meant, like Mm -hmm. to me with that attitude, maybe I think is like the slogan of Occupy with all that cadence and inflection and everything like it is possible. Maybe if we try. Right. And so it wasn't about, it's like people thought we were down there to push back and fight and argue about something, whatever the thing is that's going on now, like, I don't know, but I think this is what they thought was happening then. And by they, to not, to to de-vague my they, I mean, like, normcore plebeian mainstream news watching Starbucks drinking, like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm reaching now. But like, because I will go. You're really talking about the don't burst my bubble people. That's the ones, the Olympia, Washington people who came down. Now it ruined, ruined Occupy. Uh, I'm deeply concerned about. uh, I'm deeply concerned about what they might be up to these days. I guess, like, just what are they doing with narratives? What are they doing with their energy? I'm nodding right now and just thinking on that. Um, Yeah. And that's just an example. I'm just like picking on them to show an example because I can't imagine every possible school of thought. Well, let's be real here for a second. I've been pretty hard on uh, uh, the morons who stormed the Capitol. Um, But I'm going to take it easy for a second. And I'm going to put myself back in my Occupy shoes, okay? And I mean Mm -hmm. like really. Mm-hmm. And in my Occupy shoes, I remember being told by at least three houseless people how they were paid a hundred dollars and given a bottle of the liquor of their choice to cause as much destruction within the camp as possible. Yes, they were. I remember how the police ultimately to make sure that our stuff got you know, like that it all fell apart. They started turning off the streetlights around um, the camp. They turned off the clocks too. the big, there's two clock towers that oh, you that's can always see. when an attack was coming. That's how yeah. you knew. Yeah, it was weird. They shut them off at different times. So you'd look up like compulsively yeah. to see yeah. what time it is. And like, yep. A lot of little mind games. Yeah. 
And Weird so situation. with myself now in my Occupy shoes, I do have to wonder what kind of shit like that happened to them. Because mm. um, mm-hmm. shit like that always happens. See, here's the thing. I think the homeless man with the bottle of liquor was Donald Trump in this case. Yeah, I actually agree with you on that. Um, and that's what I mean by the perfect agent of chaos. The kind of yeah. person that can fuck everything up just enough that it makes it easier for them to shore up and make the changes that they want to make without making it seem like Okay, the same way that if you really want to get upset about the mark of the beast and you're all like, oh, God, we can't do that. That's the mark of the beast. Oh, heavens. And you're We're talking about it from your cell phone that you yeah. keep attached to your <laughs> like the mark of the beast. Yes. And that's when you realize that they didn't, like, force you into the mark of the beast. They get you to pay for the upgrade of the mark of the beast every time a new fucking version comes out. Amen. Amen. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh, we just got to church. I didn't realize that we were doing church. I forgot. Sister Mary hot takes. Preach, it's bitch. What I do. God. Um, so, but so uh, what what do you again? What do you expect when um you literally if I was going to tear apart a nation myself? And I was just going to set out to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm bored and it's a Tuesday. And I'm mad that I'm sober. Um, I would pick at the oldest wounds that I know about. Because the oldest wounds are usually the deepest wounds that really fucking hurt. And what really fucking hurts... And I can tell you this, like, as a lowercase W white person, um, it sucks to know that the country I'm standing in and, like, calling home was stolen and built on the backs of slaves who were then further oppressed until... I'm waiting for it to end myself. Um, oh, shit. So, that was. Okay. I was waiting for, I was waiting for your sentence to end in heavens. There really is uh, no end though, is there? No, the poetry of it, the poetry of that way to great performance of a fucking thing that is happening just ongoing. And it is ongoing and it's fucking terrible and it's happening in all these little different ways. Um, and so therefore it affects shit in different ways. Let me tell you, living in South Carolina right now, uh, last two days I've been having to run up and down the roads a lot. So I have eaten fast food. I don't know if you can tell from my demeanor, but I don't, I don't, strangers don't exist to me. They are just friends I have not made yet. Um, a family I haven't met Um, and the energy from people of color and I mean that on like 
your full spectrum. They are looking at white people with a side eye right now in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like, are you one of them ones? Mm-hmm. And since I'm the kind of an androgynous bitch that has a big ass beard, but I'm wearing tights and a big fucking flowy top. Uh, they're trying, especially like if I'm in a car, they can't see the full flames of my faggotry. And I turned down my music. So how were they to know, you know, that I was just singing my heart out to Laura Branigan's Gloria? Um, (laughs) Otherwise known as waving your gay card. Um, And so I have felt a side eye and that shit stings me because I'm literally like, not who wants like, don't be, no, we're on the same side. But it also brings up my old wounds of how when working in Oakland for the human rights campaign, I did have many black ladies mainly tell me, oh, honey, I totally appreciate your cause. <laughs> You're going to hell, though. Hmm. Um, uh, that's one of my favorites. It really is where it's like, oh, you kind of you need your rights. That's that's just obvious. But you're going to hell and you're like, oh, thank you. Um, That means so much. It's good to know that I have your vote and also your eternal damnation. It's a gift. Um, um, And again, these are the nuanced conversations that people have avoided. We thought we could have a black president without talking about everything that came along with that. Man, see, it's frustrating because it's basic, simple people that get to have. So when people get all this power at an early age, they just have comfort and they get to seal themselves off in having routines and regiments that they get to worship and celebrate and really center. And then they become centrism like that's what it is. And it's pushing everything relevant Everything that has a need, a loud need, just gets shoved off to the side. Everything that it demands address. It demands Mm -hmm. like inclusion in the narrative. And they're just like, nah, we're just going to be a giant potato. Like a giant uncooked potato. We're just going to spread out. Just like it doesn't, I don't get it. Like I don't see how it serves them except that they're so like tumorous or whatever. Like they're just so like, um, I don't know what the fear could possibly be. Like, doesn't it, doesn't it hurt to be that, like to be uncomfortably big, to be like bigger than you're meant to be? Like, I it hurts think you're to forgetting small. how easy it is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's fair enough. But like, what, what can be done when like, they're in a lot of control? Like, okay. So with the technology of like the block feature, People mm-hmm. are literally able to be like, I'm open-minded while actively being the opposite of. Right. While literally literally their, yeah, they're nailing the boards to their echo chamber and being like, I am just so open. Someone that I deeply care about recently blocked me on Twitter and then posted a poll that I saw because I have another fucking account about <laughs> me and things that I said in this episode and the last episode about I'm confused about why people are saying Trump is a fascist and they're not concerned about they're saying we're willing to accept fascism light. And I'm like, no, Trump is maybe bizarro land fascism. If he wants to make believe it, there's I'm not saying he's not dangerous. He's a fascist the way I the way Alana is saying about irony. 
It's yeah, you can. I mean, it's like the yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah. It's not it's quite the accurate. Use of fascist, but it's not your like textbook fascist, right? If you really want to recreate a new colloquial term, like we could be saying things like it's red maga. It's new. It's it's about. I mean, so here's the thing I thought of earlier today. Perhaps yes, okay, they're fascists. If that's the case, then the argument has to be that capitalism. And like all of the things that like celebrity reality TV kind of represents is what America's country. That's what the nation is. That's right? our main export. Our main export right. is celebrity. That's not what the nation is. That's not the state. That's not the country. So if You're that's right. not the argument, if people aren't going to argue that it's actually our law. That capitalism is our law. These people can't be fascists because the behavior of Donald Trump himself and his followers as his followers cannot align with the term fascism as it stands with far right, meaning preservation of conservatism and tradition and institutions as they stand. So I got I argued I just brought that up again because I got blocked for that by someone who swears that she's open minded, a white woman. Wait, what? You got that's what I was blocked for. That's what I was blocked for because I was talking about the fact I was being mean. I was talking about other shit, but that was the thing that really got me like alienated was that I was saying don't don't just throw your wind towards this other side quote-unquote kind of concept if your argument is that you're worried about fascism okay you have just described in a nutshell what makes me the most frustrated with our two-party system right who are we pretending like okay i know that it's fun to joke and think that well since i'm blue and you're red that means we're different Mm-hmm. But when you really look at the like the trajectory of where the parties are going, they both want to take you to hell. One has a this route, the other has a this route. One mm. has a roofie, one has a mean boner. Oh, and God. um and then the real fucked up thing is that sometimes they switch. Hmm. Um, well, and then, okay, wait. So, yeah, because there's a lot of conservatism and liberalism in Republicans and Democratic yeah. like people, the blue wave and the red wave kind of people. And then, like, uh, it's because we're people, we're not right, colors. right. Well, it's like I'm noticing more. Well, we are concern, colors, like the, but we're not colored. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, I mean the loud, the loud voices coming from. The, the people that I'm like, oh, blue wave, interesting. Oh, red wave, interesting. The louder voices from the blue side seem to be more conservative and tradition oriented. They're like, oh, no, the country is getting out of control. The loud voices on the red side are like, we want this weird thing we just created to stay and stick and become weirder and bigger. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah. when I'm like, that's a lot of liberalism coming from. That's like very artful as far as the institution of what our nation and state would look like and act like. And it's very conservative to be like, hold on, hold the reins. We want to kind of not have things fly out of control. You see what I'm saying? So it's like it's shit has escalated and we can't even use the terms applicably the way people think that we should because they're like, well, white supremacy is going to equal Nazi is going to equal fascism is going to equal. That's what I don't like. That's what I'm afraid of. The Yeah, the, the equals is equal to is equal to is equal to. 
that shit, the further you get away from that first equal sign. Oh, my God. The more like undistilled it is until you get down to the place where you're using paintbrushes to try to do color by number pieces, but you're using like big, huge swaths and you're like, I just don't get why it doesn't look right. Well, um, it's like playing. It's like letting the demons in your own head play a telephone game with each other, and then inform you based on that. Yes, like it's got nothing to do with anything. I can do it too, and that's why I'm able to be like, "Hey, everybody, stop!" Like I can really fucking do it amen. if I want to. That's why I um, uh, part of why I dove deeply into conspiracy theories is because I have a brain that will hear a bit of a conspiracy theory and extrapolate the rest of it on my own. <laughs> See what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. Until I have like, I'm thinking far too much about something I know the first two goddamn words about. Um. So I, I mean, started- that's because we're storytellers. Hold on, let's talk about something. Because a lot of people are artists with no canvas or like performers with no stage, and so we act out in our real lives. Right. And we are very stressed out with a lot of data. And that's the kind of shit we, we volley around and play with. That's what we jock on. Right. Yeah. So that's what conspiracy theorism is really is. We're like performing out concept in our minds. People take it too seriously internally and externally. And it really needs to be more like IRL fanfic, period. Like, it's fine. We're gonna. Like, that's the truth. As far as like that IRL fanfic thing, I agree 3000%. They're the only conspiracy theory, quote unquote, that has really uh, been like, you know, that I will like go like, no, no, I'm I'm hanging my hat on that one. Actually, we'll go down with that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Is the Dave McGowan weird scenes book. Um, that is not a conspiracy theory that is a conspiracy that's like the paper operation paperclip there you go that's not a conspiracy theory we have evidence the department of defense and Hollywood have been hand in hand working together with Frank Zappa and all of that we know this that is not a conspiracy theory and I won't have it not on this show not in my house I get you and that's where okay what what is going on professor professor please tell us facts at this point If you well, like. see, that's part of where, and that right there, what you just said, um, back when we were first talking about uh, me and you podcasting together, uh-huh. and I started researching more for uh, to talk about Amanda Bynes, which falls oh, into man. quite quickly. Girl, I forgot. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to reel this in. back in. It actually, I think it's gonna dovetail. I, yes, um, I believe it. So to start, okay, that's where I started. Um, I've always been, I've always had my discernment thing, but that's where my discernment kicked in. Cause that was also right around the time of like the Epstein thing, like, Ep, you know, all of that shit. Yeah. The beginning. And, uh, that gets me into my episode on Savile and Epstein, which that's a different one. Um, but oh, Tubby's back. Yeah, he's he's letting me know that um, I have to take Bryson to work in the morning. That's what's and up. that I can't just ramble all night. 
No, um, and I gotta, I gotta get on to other things and editing yeah. to get this out to the people. Say, like, you yeah. have to yeah, piece this together. And I honestly, at this point, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I have a lot more that we could say because we're us. Um, oh, we'll say it. I, exactly, and come we've back. already told you so, and we will tell you again. Yeah, um, please come back. But tell a, uh, hold on, wait. Tell a friend. Send out links to people. Literally, yes. text them about it because honestly, social media is technology will chase you too. You can't run from technology when it wants to chase you. Like that's no, I don't know, also, man. What scares them about the internet is that as much as it can be used to control us, it can be used to fuck them up. And when I say them, I mean like that uh, whoever the fuck. I is. mean trying to pull strings over all of us. Absolutely. And, and like can, they have many names and many members. Yeah, I mean I think by fuck them up you mean liberate us, bring us closer together. Which he, well, it depends he, on which them. Well it's funny um, because it's like the government's defending itself from like kind of like obsolescion at this point a little bit because like corporatocracy, which it let happen and get yeah. out of control, has taken yes. over with tech and like now we've honestly got- couldn't we have an app for government by now? We should. A lot of things don't work in the government and are non functional and should be outsourced. Well oh, like all right and I mean, the, the places in which they're failing us, different technologies have already kind of seeped in and take taken over in different ways well, and created. To go uh, back to the whole Mark of the Beast thing, um, where it, uh, oh, I lost it. It was something about where it takes us is where it's something, but I couldn't remember the rest of it because I guess what I'll say is like, uh, again, to quote Eugene, shoot, I'm mm-hmm. losing it too. What, did, what was it? Um, what were we just talking about? Uh, Tubby, you have to leave the room. You're taking away my focus. Go, 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 go look over there. Look, it's something shiny. Okay. Um, to wrap it up, we were talking about, to quote Eugene, um, uh, it's a complete abyss. Diet Dr. Pepper does taste more like regular Dr. Pepper. Damn it. Ah, PTSD brain. I know it. Again. I this Both is where we should leave it. Once. We're wondering so what the good. hell we were going to say. Because uh, it was good. I mean, it, what's shitty is I will be editing later and I'm going to hear it and I'm going to know it's and I'll be like, the thought. Son of a bitch. But what I'll do is I'll just go in and I'll throw it on at the end with my always remember to never forget. Is there you go. Fit right on there. If Eugene said it, it definitely would fit right on there. Always remember also, to never forget. Anything that we, because believe me, I know we bird walk and I know there's probably at least two stories right now that somebody out there is going, wait, he never finished talking, but wait. They hit, us up, hit us up on the social medias that are trying to shut us let down. Let me know. Yes, exactly. let us know where we left you hanging and we will keep filling you in. Or leave you hanging. Uh, again, yeah, we'll start. We'll be like, hey, we came back to tell you about that thing that somebody emailed about and get on some other shit. But that'll be good <laughs> but too. first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sick. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. 
um, the never ending, con- the never ending story. I'm gonna lie. This is where I lose my '80s card. I mean, I don't. I only know it because Stranger Things. Me too. I feel bad for admitting that. Yeah, actually. Okay. So here's the thing. I had a childhood where my grandfather allowed me to rent anything I wanted from Blockbuster. So I skipped the never ending story and went straight to Hairspray and Crybaby, Ah. which also just explained a lot, didn't it? Um, I mean, we didn't introduce you thoroughly at the beginning, so we might as well. I mean, right. And to bring (laughs) it home, um, (laughs) back to my faggotry. Um, yeah, I also love brother, the hologram. Brother Bake Sale. We didn't say your name, Brother Bake Sale. Oh, AKA, actually, I, 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 did name you, I did name you Sister Mary Hot Take. My name is Bake Sale, and I'm a fucking yard sale. A yard sale, indeed. You'll see what that means over time. You know, I kind of, have, I kind of love the fact that, like, I forgot to introduce myself until the very fucking end. Like, oh yeah, if you want a name to think of me as besides Sister Hot Takes, which I'm also cool to answering to, um, <laughs> and then if you really, 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 really need to fucking get my attention, you can call me Blake. But to be honest, I'll probably answer to Bake faster. That's what's up. Because I'll be like, yes, please. (laughs) So, I love you. I love you. This was great. I'm so glad that we got on here. Perfect. This has been a long time coming. This has been. It has been. It has been. And we will do more because we have, I mean, like, we have, like, a million different stories that are Yeah, like they're scratching the surface and then there's the, like, minuscule dink on which we made on the surface of everything. Yeah. Um, Cause like, not only do you have our adventures, but then you have our separate adventures to where we came back together to like mm. adventure. So mm. it all goes together in this crazy serendipitous, uh, wild ride that I am glad a possible false flag operation in Oakland brought us to. Oh, heavens. Yeah, that's another thing that we didn't get into that we have certainly discussed many times, uh, like as the years rolled on, looking back at Occupy, whether or not we were there, you know, we were called um, for different reasons. We felt initially it was a calling. I felt it in my chest. Well, you know, you can be called by more than one person and one thing. Yeah, and, uh, you yeah. You can be called by the good thing, and you can also be called by the bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was it one of those things. It was one of those, place. It was one of those things that really made me wonder, uh, wonder about my own programming. Like as I looked back at it and kind of just examined what the fuck. Me it too, because I very much let go of everything that had been important and like like what I would consider my priorities. I totally dropped them for Occupy, and Occupy yeah. became. My everything. everything, everything, yes. Until we were uh, casually and ever so gently nudged to leave, with the boys going pop, pop, pop. Could have happened that fast. I mean, I stayed. Really, I mean, I left for a while, you but I really back. kept coming. Yeah, I, I, I um, did. I should be honest. See, and that's where I processed it. We're talking with uh, 
my therapist and all, when I realized I went back and I was like, that fucked me up. Um, I already had a PTSD from the police attacks, which is what they were. Um, and then also just from everything else that went on at Occupy and already being a traumatized brain, like so many different interpretations. It all just depends on who's driving into the driver's seat of the mind that day and who's processing. Uh, Mm. It might be the best thing that, you know, my, my favorite memory, or it might be one where I'm like, well, that was fucked up. I think we're off the show at this point, maybe. Oh, I don't. You don't. We're so, well, in that case, folks, I got to get out my can fucking dance. No, um, I mean, if you need if you need that cut out cam, but damn, you know, like it all really happened. And they, I just have been frustrated at hearing it brought up. I referred to it in the last episode as the Lord's name being used in vain. Uh, I've, I've repurposed the word Lord and it means community to me now. And I went back and listened to some songs with that that new definition. And it actually worked really well for me. I was like, that's actually like empowering and like, I can dig it. Totally. Yeah, no, I can't keep hearing people call Occupy a protest. And the people that are calling it a protest are calling it like a successful protest or evidence that capitalism as an institution allows for like, you know, protest and pushback or something. And I'm just like mind blown, like mind absolutely blown that a human being would ever like someone under the rule of this system and operation that's clear. I mean, to me, just so clearly eating itself alive right now. Like it is. It's very much turning cannibal. Um, I mean, with the Ouroboros thing, it's like it's already it's creeped all the way up the tail, and it's got a fang over its own brainstem. Yeah, pushing yeah. into it. Yes, which but then doesn't that go into the age of Aquarius, where it's like yes. it's time to shit ourselves out and make something new? Amen. That's where we're now. We're done. Now we're done. There you go. Thank you. I love you. I love you. We'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon and everyone who's bought our merchandise on TeePublic. Find the links to all that stuff and our social links on goodmorningmayberry.com. We've got closed captioned episodes on YouTube. Subscribe, listen, and rate us on all the podcast spots. If you're wondering who we are, we is me and my demons. And you can join the Legion by following our Tumblr, Twitter, or Instagram, jumping on the Patreon, or just buying one of our shirts and wearing that around, drinking the tears of whoever you like the least uh, out of one of our mugs. And uh, coming back and checking out the next episode. I'm Shift. And always remember to never never forget. Never forget. Never fucking forget that for a mile radius around us, the crime and all that stuff dropped so crazy that they couldn't fuck with us until they goaded us into fucking with us. It dropped 14%. There you go. Which not for nothing for some poor folks feeding people. That's not bad. I remembered what Eugene said. If you're not talking about digital colonization, I don't know what you are talking about. I also want to say, uh, Blake asked me to bleep out um, the specific act that he was doing in that Lindsey Graham story 
because he did not want his mother to have to, um, you know, envision details. Uh, But, you know, we preserved the nature of the content and the fact that his data came uh, from, as he said, uh, the horse's the horse's cock. He chose to redact the names of anyone who didn't give consent to have their names said in any stories. Um, by 